Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part four of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And enjoy part four of the podcast. Here's the guy, the mafia guy coming down the hall behind him and throws the little dirks on the on the ground and then throws the fucking marbles. Yeah. And this dude slips on the marbles and face plants on these fucking packs. <laughs> the fucking dirks. Jesus. And if you don't know what those are, because we, we've had a, a bunch of listeners that actually just started listening to the podcast that, that don't watch martial arts movies. Okay. So just imagine, like, Jack's with pointed sharp ends so yes. when he throws them on the floor it's always pointy side up and the buddy stepped on the marbles and fell face first onto these dirks which is incredible like it was fucking violent and and it shocked me like i had forgotten about that scene so when i watched it i was <laughs> yeah. like jeez like if a movie makes me go jesus like because well, the guy good. looks up from the ground like oh yeah, yeah, he's like, and his face is full of fucking yeah, metal. You're yeah, like, holy yeah. shit balls. Holy fuck. It was good. Like, this movie's like corny and cheesy and shitty, but it, it, this has got some really great moments. And then Cho goes and puts his ninja fucking climbing claws on, which yep. I wanted so bad. Like, so I wanted to, bad. I wanted to buy these at a black belt because I thought that if you had them, you could fucking climb because you were just like a cat. Do you know how fucking hard it would be to climb 28 stories outside a building, though? Well, he's climbing. Yeah, it's concrete. Yeah, it is. And he's climbing with these fucking claws. And you can actually see the fucking concrete, like, moving because it's a a plaster fake wall that they're using as a prop or whatever. But, I mean, the point of it, I get it. And, I mean, they have a guy, I assume it's Steve Lambert, climbing the outside of a goddamn building. Yeah, those shots are fucking legit, man. Like, yeah. they're doing a shot, like, from down below, and he's fucking climbing that. Like, yeah. that's a man climbing a building. Yeah, he must be on rope or something, but goddamn, dude. Somebody's up there. God damn it. Like, fuck, man. I owe Steve Lambert a couple of beer after watching, after the rewatch. You're fucking right, I do. So then we get the cut to this skeezy henchman asshole laughing at Kathy in the hot tub here, and Kane is still tied up in the sauna. And, you know, they're kind of going back and forth between this guy and Sho Kazuki outside the building. And Sho finally, I guess he broke through the glass and got in too. So he's inside. We're going back and forth now. We're trying to figure out who's where. 
We get Caifano here with a gun, and he's like, hey, I hope they don't break in here and try and get me. <laughs> Gage. And he's yeah. got his gun and shit. <laughs> and Shokazuki comes down here, and he's being all stealthy and shit. He lets literally dudes run right past him, and he just sneaks out and doesn't kill them. And Braden is killing everybody that walks by him. Absolutely everybody. Fucking everybody. Hatcher shows up and takes out four or five guys out front of the building, and he gets in to try and help. So in an interview with um, Stephen Lambert, I think I saw this interview on Viking Samurai. Apparently, there was a whole fight scene choreographed when Keith Vitale showed up in front of the building. Okay. And from what he said, if I'm remembering this correctly, Shokazuki didn't want to put a big spotlight on him and showcase Keith Vitale's character as yeah. much because he wanted to be the star. And apparently, like, this big fight scene that was planned out and choreographed was cut down to him just firing a couple of kicks to reduce his screen time. I can believe that. The original runtime of this movie was about two hours, and they cut it back to an hour 30. And a lot of that was Keith Vitale's fight scenes. Shokazuki insisted that Keith Vitale's character get killed in this movie to prove that, you know, only a ninja can stop a fucking ninja or whatever. And... Like you said, he wanted to be the star. He didn't want to be outshone by this guy who could very clearly fight well on screen. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm not kind of in that game, so, you know, I can't really judge him or say I, I, I blame him. But as a fan of film, I would have liked to see a little bit more of him in the film because I really like the character, and he's an exciting guy to watch fight. He is. He's good. He knows what he's doing. His kicks look great. His hands are fast. He's good, man. I, I wish there was more of him kicking around in this. So Shokazuki here, <laughs> dude, he's in the staircase. He opens this door, and this he this guy reaches out and pulls Cho's mask down, and he spits Dirks in his face and <laughs> yeah. kills him. Yeah, like hard. Like you you've had Dirks in your mouth the whole fucking time. Like just in yeah. case, what are yeah. you doing? Just, like, yeah, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what happens if you sneeze? Perhaps if you fall down or someone punches yeah. you in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Dude, come on, man. Like, this little scene here where the, the guy that's watching Kane and Kathy is fucking with the nunchucks. And the water level is rising in the hot tub. So Kathy's having a hard time keeping her head above water. Kane uses the rocks of the sauna to burn the ropes off. Yeah. But somehow doesn't burn his fucking meat hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you it's. Know dumb like what like honestly dude kick one of the rocks out of the sauna and saw the ropes with the rock like this is an easy fix that's lazy fucking writing yeah which it you is. know whatever it's fucking 1980 whatever and it's a canon movie so of course it is but now we get kane luring this this guard in and putting his head through the sauna window and then kane gets the nunchucks and does some good work here man he does some good work with the nunchucks it again it is because he's he fucking he smashes the shit out of this guy a couple of times. And he does. Like, a couple of them, you're like, ooh, Jesus. Like, that that would hurt. Like, he he just... Do you remember using those fucking rubber plastic nunchucks and how oh, much fuck they yeah. fucking hurt? Like, oh, yeah. He actually swings down and hits this guy on the fucking bare foot with the nunchucks. And I was just like, yeah, that would fucking end it. Because I know how much getting hit with practice nunchucks hurt. Yeah, 
So he beats the fuck out of that that guard, and then he releases Kathy, and him and Kathy's nipples go over here and call nine one one to help. Yeah, and her tight panties, like she's got that pubis mound, like like <laughs> clearly right at Kane's eye level, and it's just like, man, like close your robe. Like there's a child here. I know he just murdered somebody, but still, you don't. That need made to... me uncomfortable. That scene with her yeah. clothed like that and him right there. I was yeah. like, hey man, can you? Put some shit on, please. He is like you just came out of the hot tub. He is walking through a fog bank of your twat mist, <laughs> ma'am. As Patton Oswalt would once say. said, <laughs> "Son of a bitch, yeah, for real." Son of a bitch. Thank you, Patton, for that. Yeah. Uh, God for that damn. joke. It worked Jesus. its way into this podcast so Fuck well. Fuck me, and fittingly so. So yeah, goddamn. Um, Vitaly's making his way up here. There's there's a few fights we have missed talking about, but Jesus Christ, there's so many fights in here. But now And the fucking guns are so goddamn fake. Like they're wooden Oh yeah. Like it's supposed to be an Uzi, but it looks like it was like made out of cardboard and painted black. Yeah, it, which it probably was. We do get the showdown here now between Keith Vitale and Braden, where he's running down and you hear the boom, the music cue. It's and pretty Braden nice. and Vitale fight. It's a decent little fight. I don't mind this. We get the couple of kicks here a couple of good fights a couple of good punches but then Braden uses that kind of the same thing that Kane had in the fight with Kathy where it's this the bow staff where he sticks Hatcher against the wall and then hits the little button and the blade comes out yeah and Hatcher shoots him as he walks away but he misses and then Braden backhands a throwing star into Hatcher and that's a kind of a wrap unfortunately on Hatcher Hatcher initially was supposed to get his hands cut off in that scene Jesus yeah but even though Shokazuki wanted Vitaly's character to die, they didn't concede to the to the cutting off of his hands. <laughs> so Well, when Hatcher hooray. Hatcher gets a fucking shot off and the top of a plant falls over. So it's pretty good. They either they either used a real bullet or they squibbed that real nice because I was impressed. Honestly, like he fires and misses and the top of the plant comes off. But now yeah. we have the most fucked up final showdown, which is goddamn hilarious. And I love every moment of it. This is unbefuckleavable. The two ninjas, Braden and Cho, are on top of this building staring at each other and they both jump down onto this tennis court both of them clearly would land on their assholes yes but they show them landing on their feet and they kneel down and do their little like ninja magic fucking hand positioning or whatever yeah and then we have this fight this fight is it's one of the most insane things i've ever seen like legitimately it's one of the most insane fight scenes I think I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah, when you think of when you think of fight scenes that play it seriously, there is nothing more insane than this fight scene. Like when you think of like yeah. Peter Sellers and Kato and fucking, you know, <laughs> falling through the floor and like super high speed of the uh weapons and stuff like that. I, like again, I'm not shitting on this movie, but it's on that level of fucking goofiness. Like it's, it's goofy as fuck. It is. Now, there's a lot of really cool things and some really exciting things, you know, like they're they're jumping over the tennis net, they're doing a lot of acrobatics, they're doing cartwheels, they're doing backflips. It is insane what they put together here. Like yeah. it's crazy. It is crazy. And like I'll tell you, man, 
Braden throws a star, a ninja star, and Cho misdirects it and or redirects it, I should say. He throws another one and the fucking he catches it or blocks it with the 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 handle of his sword. Handle of his sword, yeah. And fucking Braden gets Cho's sword like with a chain and flips it away. So Cho lost his sword. He'll magically get it back later. But then we get the worst use of a fucking ninja smoke bomb ever. Yeah. Where he just Cho throws a smoke bomb and it's like four feet in front of him. Poof. And it just, it literally just blows away and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like a a slight breeze (laughs) blew it away. They do a lot of reverse shots. Like there's shots where Braden jumps from a roof onto a fence and flips down to the ground and they play it in reverse. So it looks like he actually jumps up onto a 12 foot chain link fence and then flips off of that onto a roof. It's like, man, it's it's like made for TV. Like, it's like something you'd see at the end of an episode of, like, Matt Houston. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, it's that, yes. it's, it's that fucking corny. But let's just talk about the fucking next thing here. Let's talk, okay. let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. So, Cho has this, like, comma thing that's folded up. And he's literally, I, I have to talk about this scene in detail because it's really fucking important and stupid as fuck and it's awesome. So he's looking at the camera and from behind him on screen right, there's kind of a wall like a, 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 a fucking utility wall or something. And behind Cho, you see Braden's silver mask face peek out like, oh! And just as he ducks behind the wall, Cho turns around to look. He creeps, he creeps back. Braden's hand comes out from behind the wall, grabs Cho's neck and pulls him back. Cho strikes under his left arm into Braden. Braden's hand disappears, goes behind the wall. Cho turns 180 with his sword, how he, he somehow got his sword back, turns around and slice and slices Braden in half. But it's a full-size mannequin of Braden. Dude, ex- fucking explain that to me. Like, <laughs> I don't understand this. How how did that get there? Like, it's so <laughs> fuck. Know. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, cause like even as a kid, you're like, oh my god. Like, you believe like as a kid, you believed like ninety percent of it, but you yeah. didn't believe that even as a kid. Where the fuck did he get that? How did he get it up the stairs? Like. Was it there before? Like, did he go there like the week before and just fucking leave it there? Like, (laughs) knowing that, you know, the fight would like, it's fucking weird, man. It's, it's it's really weird. And it keeps going. Like it gets, it gets even more fucked, but that's, that's one of the things that you're just like, okay, they, they went for it. Uh, what the fuck were (laughs) they, what, what were they trying to do here? So what were they trying to do here? I think, I, I I remember an old inter like a not an old interview but a, a an interview I watched with Stephen Lambert and he came up with that like they were just coming up with like they had they had to basically try to make this cool and interesting and I think he was just coming up with shit off the top of his head I think is is how he described it and none of it makes sense but that was Menahem Golan's whole fucking thing like he would sell movies based on a fake poster that motherfuckers at canon just made up with no oh, script yeah. and no star and no nothing and they'd say what's this story about and he'd just make a fucking story up off the top yeah. of his yeah. fucking yeah. crazy brain <laughs> yeah that's true right that's and they'd true. sell a goddamn movie like that 
So that like he was a seat of the pants motherfucker, and that's what this movie is very clearly. Like this, who the fuck carries a full size mannequin of themselves? Yeah, to the top of a building, to the top of a for building for a fight that wasn't planned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I like I fucking like part of me loves the fact that part of me loves the convenience of the fact that I can watch any of my fucking favorite movies at any time. Yes, you know with with today's technology. Part of me is like, oh my god, I really want to watch you know, such and such or something will pop into your head. And, uh, there was a fucking made for TV movie, I think on NBC called the last ninja. And a couple of years ago, I was like, Holy fuck. I remember the last ninja. And I fucking Googled it and I found it and I got to watch it again. So part of me likes today's technology, but part of me misses those old fucking low budget movies where you didn't like you like they they would guys guys would pitch movies like yeah there's one ninja who's good one ninja who's bad he wears a fucking mask there's heroin in dolls we kill a kid uh there's tits <laughs> in a hot tub there's a girl with a fucking uh, bush walking around the height of a fucking 10 year old kid uh there's a back flipping grandma we have a back flipping grandma everybody like that's an exciting thing to see we got a cop that gets his fucking hands chopped off and and people are like yeah fuck i'll invest in that like I'll buy that you, you don't get that now because, fuck? like, everything that they're doing now is trying to make these four-quadrant movies where they're like, oh, we want to make a movie for men and women and old people and kids. And now you get all these watered-down PG-13 things where I just want to see some ninjas fuck some people up, occasionally some tits, and, um, <laughs> you know, some smoke bombs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's, I don't think that's a tall order. I really don't. No, baby. You know, I think that's a very doable uh, – a doable order, if I may. So yeah, uh, so the fuck man, they they square off again here. Cho has got his chain thing that he lassoes onto an aerial that would break immediately, but he uses it to pull himself up. Yeah, three stories in a which flip. is another reverse shot, which is awesome. Like, there's a lot of yeah. reverse shots in here that honestly they look good, man. Like I, I'm not gonna. Not they gonna, do look good. Yeah, but then we get the other insane fucking thing. Where he's by a hot tub that's bubbling, and he's walking around the edge, and Braden's hand, literally Braden's hand, reaches up out of the water to grab his ankle. And Cho slashes down with his comma and cuts it off. But Chad, it's a fake robot hand! It's a robot ninja arm that he planted in the hot tub. And Cho is surprised! Oh my god! And What's then happening? he pops out of the hot tub. Yeah, it's just fucking weird, man. Like, it just goes in a different direction, but I don't know. Like I said, it's almost like a made-for-TV episode of Magnum or or, yeah. or or Matt Houston or, like, it's just it's just fucking weird. It's crazy how Braden jumps up out of the hot tub on the other side, and then there's a bunch of unnecessary gymnastics where they backflip together, and Cho, like, bursts out of this top-of-the-roof thing and like la he lands on the it's another again another reverse shot i think where he jumps up and lands on the edge of the building yeah that was a reverse shot and honestly it looked good like it, it looked, did look good yeah it looked solid like credit where credit's due like we just had the fucking robot ninja arm come out of the hot tub <laughs> but that reverse shot was beautiful like it was really good yeah and then we get the the edge of the building fight scene here with Braden with the bow staff and 
Cho with the long comma, and Braden cuts Cho's arm a little bit with the thi- with the the little bow staff blade here. Decent little fight, decent little fight. They a couple of strikes. Braden's swinging the thing around here. Cho does the clap catch, clap that they always had to do, which yeah, they'll that... do again later. Now, I I kind of wish that Cho would have had a little bit more when we did Lady Snowblood. Like at yep. the at the at the climax, we had a couple of flashbacks. I think it would have been cool because this fucking plot is so convoluted that we had a couple of flashbacks of the opening scene, which you know, in all in all truth, like is is pretty fucking traumatic, right? So yeah, you know, a, a little reminder of that would have been would have been great for you just kind of because i think you kind of there's so much happens in this film you kind of lose that opening scene in your yeah. in your mind well it's it's for the audience but it's also for like character motivation for cho right yes so you could totally use that i think there's a bunch of blades being pulled out here like yeah blades get pulled out of the end of the the bow staff here yeah Braden throws this little blade into into cho's shoulder I love the ninja smoke bomb here where Braden throws it on the ground and then turns and looks at the camera turns real to quick the, with the camera mask. and <laughs> then ducks. Oh my fuck. That is so funny. It's that is so like, funny. That is like three stooges level kind of fucking comedy. Like it's great. He throws the it smoke is. bomb, flips around 180, fucking. drops down, but then he fucking pops up on the other side of the building. It's fucking great. Like, and then he throws Cho over the fucking building. It's, <laughs> It's like fucking diehard, man. Like when he went over the edge of the building with the fire oh, hose tied around like, his waist. He Spider-Mans himself like with that little grappling fucking claw hook thing. I'm surprised it, Stephen Lam- Lambert is alive. Like, I'm just going to say that. And that concludes part four of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for the exciting conclusion part five. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part five, and we will be back in your ears very soon.